You're listening to the World Famous Wire Roof Radio, webcast number 582 for Monday, February 1st, 2016. Tonight, brought to you by CravenSpeed.com, MotoringStripes.com, and OutMotoring.com. Mini performance, speed, and style. It's on Motoring.com. Hey everybody, it's DB in Arizona bringing you a brand new episode of the World Famous White Roof Radio. We're uh, talking about Mini Cooper stuff before the show like we like to do. Oh my god. We just start going and we can't stop. I don't know if you guys have seen, I actually have a shirt that says keep calm and save it for the show. I think you guys, some of you guys have seen that. Uh, our good friend Richard. We totally that, need that. Yeah. Made that for me. Um, it's an awesome shirt and that because. Explain what that means. So, so. <laughs> When we do pre-show, we start talking. You know, we get together. We haven't talked to each other in a week, so we start talking about all these things. And then the words that we throw around more than anything else before anybody blows out and gets all burned out on it is save it for the show. Because we'll start talking about something, then when we go to talk about it during the show, we don't have anything to talk about because we've already <laughs> talked it out. So we have to save it for the show. So I actually have a shirt that says keep calm and save it for the show. So when you, if you ever hear us say save it for the show... That's what we mean. Anyway, you heard our man Todd there. He's over there, uh, Todd Pearson from Kansas City, from MotoringStripes.com. Todd, say hello. I am here, and I have a cold. My apologies. Uh, Todd's sick, which means he's drinking hot toddies instead of gin. So be I, I didn't even. I'm drinking a cup of hot tea. Cup a of spot hot. of tea with milk and sugar. Sissy. And then uh, Chad joined us this evening, the good Reverend Chad Miller from Detroit Tune, DetroitTune.com. Chad. Hello. I'm hoping that you guys have been catching all these like one-day, one-hour sales that Detroit Tune's been having. Super awesome. They're still for sale on there if you uh, want to go check it out. Just go over there and check it out. Chad's like, Chad's like Macy's. They have a one-day sale like every day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Exclusive one-day sale today only. Oh, wait. Well, we're having another one tomorrow. What's the balloon be, Chad? The one-part sale. Oh, one-part sale. Okay. What's it, the it, it's, what's when the that part is gone, it's gone. Ah. It's going to be for the uh, for the parade, Chad. What's what's that, Dan? I think for the balloon for the parade, for the for the, the Detroit Tune Day, Day Parade. Oh. Uh, I think you should just it should be the the DT van. It'll be like some like Snoopy character or something. No, no, no. It needs to be the van. It needs to be the van with like um like scribbled on the side free candy. It's actually kind of funny because I've been organizing all of the photos that I've taken since like 2004, uh -huh. and I have a, a really large folder of van photos. Nice. So you know your car guy when you take pictures of your van. Pictures of your van. Nice. Very cool. Uh, Alex isn't joining us tonight. He got stuck in the snow in New York or something. He's hanging out with Donald Trump. I'm not sure what he's doing. <laughs> I don't think he's hanging out with Trump. No. He's not. That was me being silly. Uh, but we are here talking about Mini Cooper stuff for you uh, on a Monday night because, you know, that's what we like to do. Uh, programming note. Let me let's see. Let me catch you guys up on a couple things. I want you to make sure that you are listening to the Motor Trend Audio podcast. They are back second or their newest season started off last week. I uh, had a great interview with the guys that do the show. Um, I don't remember the name of the show, but it was a great interview. And uh, yours truly will be on the show coming up this coming week. So watch out for that. I'll be sure to link it up when it gets released. So that's kind of exciting. That was like from forever ago. Charlie nice. came out to go to a used car convention. Did I tell you, did I tell you guys about that? Yes, yes. And then I took him out and I got him drunk and he interviewed me. <laughs> yep, yep. It was awesome. So we've got that. And we also have a possible schedule change upcoming. I want you guys to pay attention to that. We are thinking about switching recording days, which will affect our release day by a day or two. We will let you know well in advance before that actually happens. A little bit of a change up for 2016. Yes. Yes, and um, we were speaking of. We were traveling last week. 
That's right. We were traveling last week, as you guys, uh, most of you know, we were in Vegas last week. Todd and I was there. Uh, we were there with Gabe. We got to talk to Gabe about the Clubman, which was pretty exciting because the new company car is the Clubman. Uh, we're going to have some of that tonight. Which is awesome because we were all driving around in a uh, brand new Dodge Dart. A Dart. Which we didn't say much about the Dart. Um, and we can talk about this, how uh, I hated it. Both DBU and Gabe thought it was okay. You thought it was fine. I it's not a bad looking car. No, it's not a bad looking car. And but the interior wasn't awful. It wasn't awful, but but it had zero zero power. Zero power and uh, zero options because the, you know most cars I get into these days at least have a USB port where you can plug in your phone and you know hooks up to whatever hooks up to the uh, audio system. Right. This right. car didn't even have a USB port, and you know of course me the tech guy am I open the manual. And the and the listing and it said, oh, it's only available if you buy this special package. Sure. Yep. The Dodge Dart Tech package comes with the USB. It did have an aux port, which does me no good to charge your. your you phone. can't charge through the aux port. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, the Dodge Dart not so much. Good looking car. It's, it's, it's I, not it's a really, bad looking car. I agree, but uh, it definitely lacks in everything else. It, it does. I mean, if that car would have had like a kick-ass turbocharged four-cylinder motor. <laughs> it lacks and, in testicular fortitude. How's that? Yes. <laughs> but think about if you were not a car person, that would be the perfect car for you because it's going to be a good-looking car. Yeah. It's cheap. It yeah. doesn't really have to do anything. It'll get you from point A to point B. And it gets B. you point A to point B very cost-effectively. And I drove it around Vegas for three days, at a total of $10 of fuel. Right. right, and that was at Vegas prices, which are pretty, which are quite a bit higher than everywhere else. So realistically, it is the perfect car for somebody who doesn't care about cars. Oh, there you go. So if you don't care about cars, why are you listening to the show? First of all, <laughs> second so of all, so if you need to get your daughter a new car, get her a Dodge Dart. Get her a Dodge Dart with the automatic transmission. And they come in orange. I'm so, guessing duh. it's safe. Yo, know, it's got to be safe, but man, it just, it had to have been boring to drive. I didn't get the chance to drive it. I was just sitting there, but it was kind of boring to sit there, except that I was talking with Tom and Gabe. It was, it was, it was, you know, it wasn't horrible. It wasn't like the most horrible driving experience always, I've ever had. It you was know, just, it's always a good time when Todd says, hang on, watch this. And he puts his foot to the floor and really nothing happens. And we all get, what are you doing? I was like, my foot is on the floor. You hear this click. Let me the motor rev up, but you don't, there's like, it doesn't push you back in the seat or anything. Uh, and I think there is, um, when you listen to the clip that, that, that is us talking, I uh, I made a comment at one point because I think I was getting around somebody who put on their brakes and was turning in front of us. And I said, oh, listen to those four cylinders go. And uh, you get to hear it coming up here in that bit. Yes, you will get to hear that. And uh, also a tip from Vegas. If you are in Vegas and you're at the Wynn, don't go. What the what bar do we go to? The the parasol something. Parasol I lounge. I Skip know. that one. Don't just don't go to there. The service is horrible. Which uh, I gotta say, I'm not. This is nothing to slam the wind. I love the wind. In the wind, Vegas. beautiful casino for but real. The service at the bar there was absolutely it was awful. Abysmal. It was horrible and super. You know, we're we're paying fifteen dollars for a cocktail, and it was taking fifteen twenty minutes for us to get our drinks. Which gives me a headache in Vegas anyway, because I never pay for drinks in Vegas. Right. So. Right. But well, that's, you, didn't, you didn't have to pay for that drink anyway. So it must have been an off night because oh, no, they I, want you to drink. No, they didn't comp mine. They just they just comped uh they comped the two vodkas that were wrong. So <laughs> well, yeah, no, but I oh, no, I paid for your drink. No, I gave you twenty bucks. Oh yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody gave me money for the drinks. <laughs> but yeah, don't go to the parasol lounge at um at the win. And you know, really, it's time, but I'm officially breaking up with Pal Station. Yeah, that's it's yeah, it's, it's run its, its course. 
It's time. It's time to uh, find a new time to find a new cheap hotel. And I got to tell EDB, I think it's the Silverton. It's going to be the Silverton. The only problem with Silverton is at the wrong end of the strip, my friend. It's not my that. Only bad. problem with the Silverton. It's kind of far away. It's not that. So bad. I'm looking for something, Vegas people. I'm looking for cheap. Next time I'm in Vegas, I'm looking for cheap that is uh, has a very similar uh, location as Palace Station did. You know, it's relatively close to a lot of things, yet it's not on the strip. If it's a Silverton, it's a Silverton. Well, I don't care. I like the Silverton. I thought Silverton was, Silverton was nice. Can I tell you what we experienced also, DB? It was after you were gone, but the, the Hard Rock. Oh, I always forget about the hotels back on Paradise. Yeah, the Hard Rock, which is basically on campus at UNLV. Right. <laughs> it's literally across the street from from the campus at UNLV. Uh, not a bad location. We actually, we didn't stay there, but we had a room there. Right. I know that sounds complicated, and it, and it is. Well, that room was comp, so, but do, yes, you know what it was free. do you know what the regular price for the room would have been? Uh, man, I think it was like, it was less than 100 bucks, so it's comparable. Oh, see, to, that's not bad. Yeah, that's comparable. Well, the Powell Station, because Powell Station was 100 one night and 55 the next. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, that's... that's Just, which is cheap, considering that the porn awards were in town. <laughs> So anybody, and I got to tell you, we saw some shit at that place. And I, I actually won an award, so. <laughs> so anyway, if you're if you're a, a Vegas frequenter, please suggest wow, a, wow, an wow. inexpensive hotel to our man. DB. Inexpensive hotel for DB because DB doesn't stay on the strip because I'm not rich like you people and I can't spend 400 And I don't gamble enough to get rooms comped at $400 a night. That's why I'm always looking for the $100 a night room when I go to Vegas. Yeah. There you go. Uh, I think that's enough about that. Yeah. So tonight we've got news from motoringfile.com. We've got some Ask Chad questions. We're going to talk about the defying labels ads that Minnesota is currently coming out with. And we're going to talk a little bit also about Super Bowl ad, which we haven't seen, which we're, we've been. Actually, sur- it's going to come up. But you're going to see it this week. I believe it's going to be gonna, released it'll on be Wednesday. It'll be out before Sunday. I think it comes out Wednesday. Yeah. Is it Super Bowl Sunday? A Super week. Yep, Sunday. yep, this Sunday. Oh, well, who knew? And I couldn't be bothered, so I didn't even watch. Well, because DB, your team just kind of blew it last week no nobody cares about the pro bowl it's all these guys that they don't go to play football they go to because they're going to hawaii for yeah. free no what i'm saying is the the cardinals kind of <laughs> sucked it up last weekend I'm, oh. so, I'm sorry the lions didn't make it this year yeah oh yeah but the cardinals they they just they did not come to play i yeah. i have to say though that the game last weekend that was the two best teams in the nfl the cardinals and the uh, um uh, uh the carolina panthers yeah they really were the two best teams in football all year and All year. That should have been the Super Bowl last weekend. It should have been, but the the Cardinals just didn't show up. Yeah. You know, Ooh, if they would have shown, well, it would have done better. And but you know, what? I was a proper fan. I stayed. I didn't leave at halftime. I didn't stop watching at halftime. I I suffered through the entire game like a Cubs fan would. Yep. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, we were disappointed. But you know, what? they still got second place. Nothing to nothing really to you know to be disappointed about. And really, this is the this is like a first year team kind of. A lot of those guys are new. Yep, so, so not that bad. We'll see what happens next year. But let's not talk about football. Let's talk about Mini Cooper stuff. Like I said, news from motorfile.com. Ask Chad the ads. We've got a whole bunch more. Let's do all that. Let's talk about some um, let's pay some bills first. Our friends over at Outmotoring, outmotoring.com. You've already went over to outmotoring.com and got yourself a set of those really fancy rubber floor mats, right? You guys are getting hammered with snow, rain, sleet. You've got the sand and the salt and God knows what else they put on the roads to melt the snow. You need the rubber floor mats. They've got the really nice ones over at Outmotoring. Outmotoring.com. Go over there. Check them out. Besides that, they have all the things that you want for your Mini or your person that's Mini-related. They are the Mini Cooper Parts Super Store. It's like your local Mini dealer parts desk on steroids, for reals. And I can't even imagine the size of Aaron's warehouse. It's got to be huge because he has all the things. Go over there and check it all out. Um, and besides that, if you've been one that's been sharing the little model number chart, I came from outmotoring.com. 
don't think anybody actually took time to make that because I think Aaron actually took time to make that. Then <laughs> you guys have been sharing it all over Facebook. It's really cute. But go over there, almotoring.com, get all the things for your car, for yourself, for your person. I want you to make sure you sign up for the Mini Cooper, for the Motoring newsletter. So when you do, when you get that uh, email newsletter, you get a 5% discount code good on your next order, which is super awesome. So if you want to get a hat or the rubber floor mats or um, car cleaning products or something to make your car go faster or be more you know, practical on the interior, you, you do all that, you get it at Out Motoring and you get to save 5%. Super duper awesome. Go over, do that now. And that, of course, over at Out Motoring, outmotoring.com, mini performance, speed and replacement speaker, front lower, Harman Kardon. Oh, yeah. OEM parts too. It's over at outmotoring.com. Boom. Maestro, if you please. Boom again. Boom. Suck it. Boom. Suck it. We're going to talk about that later. We're clicking over to motoringfile.com. Did you guys see this? Yes. There's a guy who preps for marathons by pulling a mini countryman strapped to his back. That's that's pretty badass. That's pretty badass. This guy, I mean, there's a picture of it on motoring file, and I think it's legit, and that's a pretty good way to train. You know, you're pulling around 3,000 pounds. Although, if it's on flat ground, yeah, once you get it going, you got momentum going. You have momentum on your side. But what if he's pulling it uphill? If he's pulling it uphill, then that's a feat. Just a slight grade, not a huge grade, maybe just like a little, like half percent, one percent grade, just enough to make it so the car doesn't get momentum. It's legs day. <laughs> this guy does a strap to his back. I mean, maybe he lets some air out of the tires. He's got to do something because, I, I mean, know. that's how he's training for marathon. So that's pretty dope. I would think he would air the tires up even more. So, you know. Oh, yeah, pump. actually more air. The rolling resistance goes down, yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Put anyway, the skinny I, bitches on, you know. <laughs> <laughs> then you can really. tires on. Then you can really roll that thing. Exactly. Anyway, I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, the mini five-door hatch was awarded the best compact company car. Uh, do we care? Yeah, I, hey, you know. I, I thought that was interesting that there's somebody that actually, you know, puts out awards for cars that are used for company cars. It's, um, I, I think it's going to be more and more now that the Clubman is out because I see the Clubman is a more useful company car. Right. I don't see many people using a, a Mini as a company car unless you were given a budget and said, yeah, go get whatever you want. Right. You know, then people could, but I, it didn't make a lot of sense to me. Right. Yeah, I, I don't know. And this is also like in Europe and England, so I guess they award money for that kind of thing. <laughs> it's something. You know, everybody everybody plays, everybody wins. It is something. Well, I think that the biggest news for today, because we're yeah. going gonna to backtrack a little bit, was the uh, 24 hours of Daytona happened this past yes. weekend. Yes. And, yep. of course, the uh, Continental Sports Continental Tire Sports Car Challenge. Right. Also happened this past weekend, and the mini JCW team raced in it. But uh, our man Stephen Simpson, who we interviewed here a few months back, right, who is an instructor instructor at the uh, uh, mini driving school in Indianapolis, right. and then works with the JCW team, he came in first place in, in the uh, prototype challenge classification. Yep. Yep. At 24 hours of Daytona. Well, his team, I should say. Team he, did. He didn't. He wasn't in the car uh, when it finished. He raced the next to the last leg, so um, his teammate raced the last like hour and a half or last hour, I believe, right. and finished it up. But they won by four laps. It was huge. <laughs> they were four laps ahead of the next. Now, granted, was this is, that was, and that was tough to watch. Yeah, it was tough to kind of keep track of everything. Yeah. But anyway, you did you think, see this year? This, this is the coolest thing about the 24 Hours of Daytona this year, 
in the overall class on the sides of the cars they had a big digital number that was that was changeable it was like yep. the, the big uh, thing at your bank that says the temperature and it oh, says yeah. what position that car is in oh yeah. i didn't notice that yeah and it's on both sides of the car so that both the pits <laughs> and the stands can tell so that made it a little more entertaining as a spectator this year yeah and they would flash too when right. they were about to change yep. or in peril of becoming something else yeah so. yeah yeah it was a a pretty cool feature i think they should add to a lot of racing i think it would make it a little more entertaining um to watch yeah. something because even watching formula one racing things get so shuffled up after right. you know a couple of pit stops and things people are down a lap and you don't know it'd be nice to be able to look and go hey so-and-so's in in second maybe with place. the changes coming to f1 because everybody's pushing for roofs on the cars now so yeah. maybe they'll incorporate some kind of you know place marking on the car at that time as well could be um, and if you were wondering how we have all this information about the race, well, let us school you. Um, IMSA, in their infinite wisdom, has actually decided to start streaming races via the Internet. <coughs> and they have a very fine app for your device, for your uh, Internet of Things device. Yeah. Uh, um, just search for IMSA IMSA in your app. There's nothing for like the TVs, like the Roku box doesn't have anything I checked. Um, but if you've got an iOS device and you install the IMSA app, you can airplay it to your Apple TV and watch on your big screen. Yep. Super yep. awesome. You can. And if you don't, if you're away from, yeah, if you're away from the computer, you're uh, away from the computer on your iPhone or mobile device, you can listen to the uh, live radio call of, mm -hmm. of the shows. You know, if there's not enough bandwidth to stream the video, you yeah, can actually you get audio instead. Yeah, listen to the, uh, the and call. And it's all free. You don't even need to create an account. Correct. Super duper awesome. They're doing it right. Love and I think there was a good turnout for mini fans in the mini corral. I saw a lot of people posting pictures from yeah. Florida who uh, who drove down there from all over the state of Florida. Yeah, I did see a lot of pictures. Yeah, it looked like it was a lot of fun this weekend. So way to go, guys. Pretty awesome. Um, moving on. We've got a couple things here. Um, rear fog lights apparently are back. I put back in air quotes. Rear fog lights are back. You can order them again for your car. They never went away. And here's the secret that nobody knows. They never went away. They were never unavailable, even though they were announced that they were going to be unavailable. <laughs> and we still don't know why. We raised a big stink about it here at White Roof Radio and on Motoring File. Right. That uh, from the model changeover from 2015 to 2016, it was one of the listed items that was going away, including the sport uh, suspension. Right. And we right. all made a big stink about it. Alex, you know, being from Europe, said this is stupid. It's something that's mandated in European countries. Like by law, you have to have a rear fog light on your car to get it approved for street use. And so it doesn't make any sense not to offer it for the U.S. It's just an extra switch. Right. It's already on all the cars or at least all the European cars. Well, anyway, uh, many went back on that and they're still available. It's a hundred dollar option. You can put it on a Clubman, hardtop, whatever you want still available for 2016 there you go and it's about time that uh gabe brought it up <laughs> yep <laughs> speaking of our man gabe uh, country, uh he's got the clubman he likes it a lot yeah i thought he we were talking to him and he seemed to really be enjoying this car like quite a bit like thinking about buying one for himself a bit yeah yeah i'm still um, but we talked to him about this we did and we could listen to that right now boom from vegas from vegas <laughs> So we're okay now. We are talking about the new Clubman with Gabe. You've had it for what three, yeah. three four days, almost a week now. Setting the stage. I mean, number one, we're driving down uh, Las Vegas Boulevard. I'm in the back of a Dodge Dart. Yes, we uh, we were doing shenanigans and things that we can't tell you guys about yet. And, uh, <laughs> this just sounds like a, a uh, like an MC Escher painting or a Fellini film. At uh, or a Fellini film, <laughs> I would say. Uh, but that's it. So uh, Clubman, um, I have a 2016. 
Cooper S. Clubman with uh, really like you know fairly loaded. I've had it for about a week now, and it's manual, and just generally speaking, um, well specced. So well, what's this thing sticker at? Just so we know for bases. Thirty six thousand six hundred dollars. That's not bad. Right. Clubman S. Clubman S. Pretty much all the options, not everything, but pretty much what you want. So anyway, um, love it, love it, absolutely love it. This is like, you know, uh, a really different kind of mini for a lot of folks. I mean, it's it's a four door, like the, the Countryman, of course, but man, this is a very different proposition from my, you know, perspective. Right. Handles better. It's got a, a much better feel to it. Uh, it's bigger. It's it's much better designed from an interior perspective. Okay. It's wider. Which is really nice. Yep, I've I've noticed that about the I've seen one at the dealer, and I noticed that it's longer and wider, and the interior does seem to be a little bit better sorted than the hard. Uh, it's 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 much much higher quality uh, interior. Uh, the design of it is a lot more consumer friendly. You know, just generally speaking, it's it's fantastic. And we were talking earlier about the suspension. Mine does not have the variable damping, so it has the just the standard yeah. the standard suspension. It's, it's really well sorted. It, you know, for that car, it's a four door. Um, longer know, wheelbase. Longer wheelbase. It's about you know it's a little over three thousand pounds. It really feels good. Uh, it, it it strikes a, I would say just about a perfect balance between performance and comfort. Right. Um, it does get a little light over you know over kind of uneven pavement when you're when you're really pushing it. But I would say you know all in all it, it's it's a fantastic compromise and it's really. When you think about it, what it is, it is a compromise. The entire vehicle is a compromise because it's a four-door mini. Right. You know, it's a mini designed to haul more. Right. And with a longer wheelbase. Longer wheelbase, wider track, everything. heavier weight, all the things. And they they nailed it. I, you know, they, they really really did a, a, a fantastic job. Uh, so, through, through. so Gabe, what are your thoughts on when when uh, some people and even other automotive journalists are calling this a wagon? What are your thoughts on that? I well, I mean, I call it whatever you want. I I would I would say sure. I mean. Is it a wagon or a hatchback? I mean, you really ask the marketers, you know, because ultimately they want to market the vehicle in a way that, you know, gets people interested in it. In my opinion, is it a wagon? Uh, maybe technically it is. You know, I, I think that makes sense. It's a, it's a more. I think it's a more legitimate four door mini than the four door mini that they sell also, because I find that a little tight and a little compact. Oh no question. I mean, this is yeah, and I mean, if it's a wagon, it's a wagon. I mean, I love wagons, so I think it's fantastic. Well, yeah, but we're all fans of the wagon here underneath <laughs> the white roof. Let's be honest. So two, two of the three of us in this car have owned BMW 3 Series wagons. Gabe, you still have a wagon, don't I you? Had a, uh, I had a 77 I Corolla Oh, Gabe, wagon. So, you sold the wagon, that's right. Yeah, but <laughs> I do have... Uh, so, yeah, so the, but the Clubman, you know, the Clubman is... It's just been great to live with so far. You put the seats down, and it's got tons of space. And then uh, the Comfort Access is absolutely a mandatory option, in my opinion. You can just wiggle your foot underneath the license plate. And, and the doors open in the back. Yep. One door pops. That's pretty badass. Door pops. That is really nice. So what are your thoughts, Gabe, on the uh, uh, upcoming Super Bowl ad that we'll see here in a few weeks? That, and we've seen the teaser of them, the Defy labels um, with the stars, everybody, Abby Wambach, um, Serena Williams. Carrot Top's uh, next, right? I saw the uh, Harvey Keitel one uh, at the airport this morning on my way here. Oh, wow. And then, so Harvey Keitel, it came out last night. Randy Johnson, uh, Randy Johnson came out. And the Katie final Irwin. Um, no, Carrot Top. Um, no, no, the uh, the final one was oh, uh, uh, T Pain. T Pain and 
and uh, our skateboarding friend. Oh, Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk. So, Gabe, yeah. what, are, what are your thoughts on the ad campaign? I think it's interesting. You know, it's a completely different tack for many. They've never done something like this before. Uh, having celebrities talk about it, you know, talk about their experiences with the brand and mapping back to, you know, a, a, a central theme. It, it's interesting. I mean, I, you know, we'll, we'll see how the execution is. I mean, we'll see if it resonates. I, I think that many is oh, what Listen to that four cylinders. Is they are, <laughs> you know, selling a car that has, potentially has... Uh, a lot wider, um, uh, you know, interest base than the the F fifty six. I mean, it's a lot wider audience theoretically because it's a four door, has more room, right? Et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, what they're trying to do is they're trying to actually activate them and and get people interested in, you know, in this car well, that probably could suit them. And I think also what I see kind of through this is um, kind of the uh, look a rare two door uh, Range Rover Evoque. I see them trying to change the perception, kind of the public perception of Mini as being like, you know, a frivolous car, a chick car, a slow car. I think that's I think that's really a big part of it is that they're they're absolutely trying to change uh, people's perceptions of the car and the brand. And, you know, I I think it comes down. I mean, you guys know about this as well as I do. Uh, A lot of people don't recognize or realize that there is a four-door Mini, even though it's been around for years. Right. A lot of people don't understand that, you know, the even the F56 has a four-door version as well, uh, even though it's going to be outselling or is already outselling the, the two-door. So I think, it's, right. I think it's about also just general awareness, the sure. fact that there is, a, there is a Mini that probably could solve a lot of your problems, believe it or not. So it's trying to break down those barriers that have been there for a lot of folks. Yeah, and uh, I, I do see them kind of. It's it's very subtle about how they are. The new tagline is "Defy Labels," which I have to say is the grown-up version of "Not Normal." I mean, they're really saying the same thing. Yeah, is that's true. You know, uh, it's it's the same message, but it is kind of grown up a little bit. And I think it's yeah. about time too. Well, I mean, it really is, and I'm just glad that you know they're they're moving. It's a premium product. It's always been a premium product, selling at a premium price for the size and, and market. Correct. And and they they are taking the marketing more seriously rather than being kind of wacky and crazy and fun and I think it's you know when you think about who you're marketing to that makes a lot of sense well well, they are well we've arrived at our destination Gabe thanks for the quick chat on the uh, club mate I'm sure we'll talk some more about it here but uh, we're gonna go have some drinks I like it let's go let's uh thanks you know it's always nice when we get a chance to hang out with Gabe it was cool to see Gabe we spent all day with him Saturday in Vegas well a week ago Saturday in Vegas um it's always nice he misses being on the show he wishes he could be on um every week he's just super busy and uh but you know any chance we get to actually talk to him it's always nice and it's funny because I swear that man he probably writes and posts things to motoring file in the middle of the night oh I know he's doing the middle and he's heck half asleep yeah I mean because every time I pull up an article <laughs> in motoring file I have to edit it hence yeah we all go in and change his uh, his grammar and spelling <laughs> fixes, fixes grammar and his typos <laughs> yeah because I mean, you, you guys passwords that he tried to do that and, for me now too and and we appreciate uh, the white refrigerator listeners not actually leaving comments about Gabe's typos and grammar I figure by now you guys should be used to it and realize that at some point it will be fixed yeah thank you okay let's move on shall we I want to remind you guys about Craven Speed you guys know these guys CravenSpeed.com right CravenSpeed.com you guys have been there I have uh, on the Facebook buy sell mini stuff I've actually been seeing some Craven Speed parts showing up like the platypus mount um, which is pretty cool 
that's what happens when you move from a state where you don't have to have a front license plate. I suppose you don't need a uh, you don't need that part anymore. Uh, Craven Speed they make all the really cool stuff that you want for your mini. They have uh, it's all made you know computer controlled and you know CAD and carbon fiber and unobtainium and you know robots all the things. CravenSpeed.com go over there. You're gonna want the F56 intake. You're going to want the platypus mount, like I mentioned already, for your front license plate so you don't have to drill holes in your bumper. You're going to want the pulley if you've got an R53. You're going to want the dipstick if you have a first or second generation car because it doesn't break and you can read it. And you're going to want the FlexPod adapter so you don't have to figure out where you're going to put your phone in your car. All of that stuff, plus even more, and for other cars too, is available over at Craven Speed, CravenSpeed.com. Go over there and check them all out. Don't forget, sign up for the email newsletter. That way, whenever something new comes out, you get notified before anybody else comes in an email. It's like, oh, hey, check out this new thing that we just developed, and it's awesome, and you're going to want to buy all of them. And they get an email for it. Super awesome. Cost you nothing. Cost you an email address. Go do it. And then, you know, of course, if you place an order with CravenSpeed.com, we do appreciate it. There's a comment field there. We like it, like it if you say, you know, thanks for supporting White Roof Radio. It's one of our favorite things we really like. And they do, too. They, of course, being CravenSpeed.com, home of the electric mini. There it is. So now we've got the Ash Chad portion of the show. And we have a couple. We have a couple of Ask Chad questions, and we have one that actually came in to the feedback line, feedbackwhitefredo.com. And that one came in. Give me a second, please. I got to pull up. That came in from our man Jim. I have no idea where Jim is. He's a Comcast customer, so you know he could be anywhere in the United States. <laughs> uh, but Jim was looking for, sadly, a third-party cable for his iPhone to connect it no, to his car. He was looking for a snap-in for the uh, armrest. Oh, is that what he's looking for? Yeah, he was looking for the the whole. It's just as bad. Yeah, the whole snap in. So basically, right. the the mini part, the OEM part from Mini, it's like a two hundred dollar. It's either two hundred or two hundred and fifty dollars right. for the part. And what that is is it goes in your armrest where you lift it up, and it's got the plug built in to where you can slide your iPhone down in, and it snaps in place, and it's permanently in there. So the reason for that, you know, you're like, well, why wouldn't you just plug a cable in that comes with your iPhone into the USB port? The reason is is that Mini Connected, if you have the Mini Connected app, you get additional features that are only available with the snap-in armrest. Okay, right. this is the R56 generation. I can't confirm whether the F56 is like. I don't think the F56 does the same thing. It's just a convenience. Right. So anyway, he's like, well, I don't want to pay the 200 or 250 dollars for it. Is there a third-party option? And yeah. the answer to that is no. There, no. there is not. But. And if I'm not mistaken, that only works with the iPhone. Yes, that's I no, that's it. It only works with the iPhone. Well, also with the iPhone 4, 4s, 5, 5s. Um, yeah, I don't think they There's have no a lightning six. port w- with that yet. Is there? Um. Well, the five had a the the uh, five. Oh, the five had a license. Had the 5s had the lightning connector. The yeah. Font had the lightning connector too. Yeah, I can't. Conf- I don't know whether. Uh, I want to say that that snap-in port only worked with the four then, because it only had the thirty-two pin connector. No, they did have one for a five also. Did they? Yeah, okay. there was yeah, one for sure five. It would just be a different armrest. It was expensive, but here's my tip for you: if you if you have, and this is because we had an R fifty-six generation car that we actually put it in. Um, it's the exact same part number over at the BMW parts counter. And I believe at the time it was $50 cheaper. Oh. The BMW part. And that's just because they make more volume of it. And it comes in a BMW box. But when you look, I believe the part number is identical to the one on Mini. So if you have an R56 generation um, and you want that part, do that. Now, here is my personal take from actually having that part on the car. 
I'm not a fan of it because I used it like once or twice. And every time, because you put your phone in there and you close the armrest. And yeah, it's convenient and everything too. But what you what ends up happening is you get out of the car and you go to wherever you're going and you, you realize your phone in the car. my phone is still snapped in the armrest. Yeah, I heard that was a problem. Our friend, our man, uh, Jim yep. Peterson had that issue. So yep. it's like, I, I think it's a worthless thing to have. Yeah. And especially the need for it is gone now with Bluetooth. Yeah. That you can stream your audio, your phone, everything. There's really not much else unless you want the mini connected fun apps. Right. You know, I, I recommend the uh, Craven Speed FlexPod adapter. Yeah. And that's just me. Or anything that you find on Amazon that's going to cost you. Don't don't skimp and don't buy the $20 thing that attaches to the vents. Spend 100 bucks, Get quality stuff. That's what it's going to cost you from Craven Speed. If you're looking at the ones on Amazon, they're going to cost you 100 bucks for the good ones too. And if you have the F generation, if you have a 2014 or newer, uh, a Mini Cooper or Cooper S, and I just say the best thing is to use your the iPhone cable that came with your iPhone or your Android device mm-hmm. um, and plug it into the USB port that's in the car that's right there down by the cup holder. Just set your phone in the cup holder and it does all the features that you need. It charges the phone, does all the features. You don't even need to see it because the steering wheel controls will oh. do just about everything you need it to do. You can invoke Siri. You can do a search. Right. You can do voice commands, tell it to do a bunch of things right from the steering wheel in your mini. Right. Very cool. Anyway, Jim, thanks for writing in. Thanks for listening. We do appreciate it. Moving on. Uh, our man, Dustin, he wrote in. Um, he is someone who dwells in the land of ice and snow, which is obviously he lives east of the Rockies. Oh, you just you just made me play uh, Led Zeppelin. <laughs> I don't know, did I? Yes. I thought you were going to go make a new cup of tea. What's I am, going on? I am, but there's Led Zeppelin for you right there. So okay. you just a little bit of Led Zeppelin for Dustin. Dustin. Dustin's wondering, he's actually writing, he's wondering if there is a decent windshield washer nozzle out there for the first generation Mini Cooper. Chad? No. <laughs> Thank you. Good night. Drops the mic. Drops mic. <laughs> no, I, I actually he, uh, received. He could probably respond. clean those or something, like put a little clean them out. Well, I mean, I, you know, obviously cleaning them out. But I think what he was asking was, um, and I responded to him via email, um, it, you probably, he was looking for a fan spray, okay? And okay. we've all seen the fans. Uh, I think there's one in my van. There's a, multiple different rental cars that have had it before. Everyone kind of has the the exact same little teardrop, you know, wedge-shaped, you know, hood louver piece that fits onto your hood and it sprays stuff. Well, the mini is two little nozzles that shoot jet streams and they're fully adjustable. That is 100%. You can move it anywhere you want. It's just a little ball and socket Mm -hmm. and it will push the water wherever you think you want it. Um, It's usually better to aim a little bit low on the windshield because it will run up the windshield, especially at speed. Uh, but if you aim high when you're sitting, you know, parked at a light and you want to quickly wash your windshield, it'll shoot over the windshield. So you don't want to, to get, you know, you got to find that happy medium. Right. So he was looking for a fan, something that kind of like sprayed the entire windshield at the exact same time. Oh. Unfortunately, Mini does not make anything like that. And there might be something aftermarket, but those things are going to come with LEDs and they're only going to work for six months, if that, and then they're just not going to work. So I gave him the option of A, 
you could take your standard mini one and you could crimp it just ever so slightly and that would kind of squish the end and make the water come out in more of a flat spray versus a stream but that you have to be really super careful for because if you crimp it too much now you've shut it versus making it flat so you have to be very careful with a nice set of needle nose pliers and make sure that it's it's not completely closed so if you close it then you've got to buy a new one and they're about 14 to 18 dollars a piece depending on whether you have um heated jets or not um the other option is to find a car that you know has a as a a fan spray like that and yeah. then adapt those to your car um which again everybody kind of uses that standard same nipple end to right. connect a rubber hose to and that is going to pretty much for the most part kind of fit the same square peg that's on your mini but it may not exactly clip in so then you kind of kind of got to figure out how to actually mount it to your hood so you kind of kind of either hopefully not modify the hood because then you could actually cause some rust modify the washer jet to then go into it and then somehow bond it in place double-sided tape 3m you know or a zip tie or something like that to keep it from coming off and then you could actually have that fan sprayed there so um there is some in ingenuity that could be designed into this to make something work but there's no bolt bolt on quick deal it's like hey 20 bucks there you go perfect you know so excellent that is so that so that is that. Uh, moving on, our last question tonight is that, thanks for writing in, Dustin. Thanks for listening as well. We really appreciate that. That was really cool. Um, but we've got actually kind of a big question here, and this one was from our man Christian. And he's trying to keep his engine cool. And um, he's just trying to, you know, he's doing the whole letting it run for a few minutes after shutting it off, doing the 5,000-mile oil changes. Uh, he's just looking for more tips or mods or other things that will help keep his mini cool. Yeah, he was basically saying in, in the email that, you know, he's destined for the autocross and some track days. Now, the autocross is, is going to be a lot lower um, heat than a track day would. And track days have huge amount of heat and you really need to let those cars cool down quite a bit. Autocross, not so much. You're definitely going to have a lot less heat overall because your your runs are going to be in that two-minute area. So right. like he's doing with the, the quickly cooling it down and letting it run for two, three minutes, you know, that's going to take care of a lot of things. He was asking for um, examples of equipment that he would be ideal to buy, like a front mount intercooler. Um, I sent DB a link in the, in the show notes. You know, the Helix one that just came out right now shows good numbers. It's a really good intercooler overall. Um, you know, it's very well priced. It's easy to install. Those right. type of things will help with the heat management um, mm -hmm. as far as making power, but it's not going to make the longevity of the engine, per se, work a little bit better. Right. So that is something that is nice. Uh, oil coolers, like the Sneed Speed one that he had noted in the email, they are super nice. Um, they take a lot of work to get them to, to put in to make sure that they're fit right because it is a very tight area to be working in. But... Um, do you really need an oil cooler for an autocross? 
if you're tracking the car a lot more, you're driving the car more aggressively in that type of manner, I would say yes. But if it's more autocross, yeah, maybe maybe not as much. But you know, you're sticking to that five thousand mile oil change. That already is a much better way of doing with the car. So you don't necessarily have to have the oil cooler because you're changing the oil much more often than what Mini recommends. So that's that's good there. The hood scoops, um, you know, yeah, taking the grill out, you know, that is that is nice. You don't necessarily uh, utilize the hood scoop with a lot of uh, things that are available for the car unless you have a cold air intake like the DDM that is utilizing it. Right. So by opening it up, it's allowing air to flush through the engine compartment, cool things down, if um, exit out the back so that it's actually um, – getting rid of some of the heat in the engine bay, which will help a lot of the engine parts, whether it's the valve cover, the turbo oil line, the turbo itself, uh, any of that type of stuff, it will help it cool better. Right. Um, When you get off of any type of track days or cooling, um, make sure that the, the hood is open, you know, kind of let it sit there and idle uh, with the hood open in the pits so that you can let that heat dissipate out of the car as quickly as it possibly can. And and don't, don't apply the, your e-brake, stop your car and then chalk your wheels so that it doesn't roll. You don't want to put your e-brake on when your brakes are hot either. Yep. Let it, let it sit as flat as it possibly can. Um, uh, and then the last thing he was actually asking was, uh, well, the last two things was hood louvers. Yeah, they're good as far as dissipating heat, but on a on a daily driver car, on anything that you're actually going to like see any type of street use on, right? They can be almost detrimental because they're going to let so much water into your car whenever it rains. No matter where you're at, you're going to get some rain at some point. Your electronics are going to get completely soaked. Um, everybody that I've known that's actually put hood louvers in, unless that car is driven completely 100% in the dry, right. they end up having some major electrical problems. So not, I do not recommend hood louvers. I don't recommend You know why I don't recommend them, Chad? Have why? you seen a Mini with the louvered hood? Yeah. I actually they, have. I don't, I don't think it looks nice. <laughs> I, I think they look good. I mean, it can definitely look good if, you, if you've done it right. But I'm not going to comment. What, that's why manufacturers don't put hood louvers in these cars anymore. And the cars that have had like, you know, the old you know, 70 shaker hood. Yeah. I mean, they had a particular, uh, you know, drainage to drain the water away from the, the openings. Which is so, interesting, Chad, because the, the Cooper S has always had the scoop. And that's just, an, uh, you know, water's rushing in there, too. But right. not to the extent. Um, no, but it's just hitting an intercooler, which is actually helping you versus putting a hood louver over the ECU because you 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 know when you're going to put a hood louver in you're going to make it look symmetrical you're going to put one on each side and one's going to be directly yeah. over the PCV of the valve cover the other one's going to be directly over the ECU yeah so yeah. those are well the PCV doesn't care if it gets wet but you know there's plastic there's stuff in there that doesn't really want to get wet the ECU they've actually put a no water sign Right. on the top of the ECU to make sure they don't get wet. So, so so don't go to the car wash and open your hood and like try and blast it out with the power yeah. washer either. You never, ever, ever wanted to uh, blast an ECU with a power washer. Uh, we have a car in the uh, in the shop right now. We're waiting on uh, finishing up a wiring harness for it because the um, owner's boyfriend 
power washed it with a, a power washer and then the ECU broke a pin off inside the wiring harness. So oopsie. Yeah, you don't and and we see cool weather this time of year. So whether it was not the the water getting in there and corroding it and breaking the pin off, or the water getting in there and then becoming ice and breaking the pin off, we're not hundred percent sure why it broke off, but it's broken and it needs a new DME and a new wiring harness piece. I bet that's not cheap. No. It's Very somewhere hard. in the tune of uh fifteen to eighteen hundred dollars, yeah. Yo. Yeah, wiring just harness. Just for a clean engine bay. So garden hose, yes. Power washers, no. Not so much. Got it. And then uh, I'm going to throw in one more tip to help keep your car from running, uh, getting too hot is just skip the autocross and track time altogether. Uh, no, I mean, you, you can go out and have fun. You, you can enjoy it. I mean, there definitely can be. Just a big fan of track days. Yeah, I mean, there, 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 there definitely can be a lot of fun out there. I mean, uh, doing the extra, the maintenance that the car requires, whether it's coolant, whether it's oil, whether it's just you know your basic stuff um by by doing that type of stuff you will actually make the car run better because the heat that is making those things fail you're 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 renewing them because you're putting in the better coolant you're putting in the better oil you you know more often exactly and it's making that stuff last better um, his last thing on here was actually asking about like gt uh, gp2 underbody trays or meth injection. Um, I'm not 100% sold on meth injection yet. I mean, yes, there are some guys out there running it really well, uh, but it's going to be very expensive and very technical on how to run it. Um, the GT, uh, GP2 underbody trays, they're not going to help with cooling at all, but it is going to help with aerodynamics. On a, tra on a track day, yes. On an autocross, not as much. Right. Because you really need to get the speeds above 60, 80 miles an hour to really make those those items, uh, which are aerodynamic items, work better for you on a speed on you know, 20, 30, maybe even 40 miles an hour. You're not going to see no. the advantages of those aerodynamic items. So There's, there's not that much um, drag at 40 miles an hour even. No. Yeah, exactly. So... Um, the Mini does really good in the autocross because it doesn't really care about the aerodynamics. It doesn't really care about this, and but it has the handling. So, you know, do whatever you want to do as far as like, you know, cooling items that you feel necessary. You know, if you're doing a lot more track days and you're like, hey, I definitely need to have uh, an oil cooler because I'm doing a lot of track days, then yes, that is going to be a little more advantage. The aerodynamic items on the track days are going to be much more of an advantage. Um, but you know, the things you're already doing right now, like letting the car idle, you know, after you get done with it is excellent. Um, making sure you do your extra maintenance, you know, that's excellent. You're already doing that. So I think you've already done that. I've, I've included a few things, you know, for Don, you know, as far as uh, heat management items, as far as intercoolers, as far as some extra heat shielding um, and a few things like that, that uh, will be in the show notes. And that probably would be all you really needed to do. So. Yes, I am, I am actually copying those links for those items now. So if you want them, click back over to whiteyourafraid.com and you can find the links in the show notes for those particular items from DetroitTune.com, which you guys are going to anyway because that's how you're saying thanks to our man Chad for helping out and asking these questions you guys send in to us at AskChad at whiteyourafraid.com. Uh, and, you know, if you're within a couple hours of the shop, you should be using Chad for all your maintenance anyway. Again, that's over at DetroitTuned.com. DetroitTune.com and keep an eye on Wireless Radio Facebook page and the Detroit Tune Facebook page for like one shot deals that are coming up here in the next week. 
Like they're only going to be around for an hour or until yeah, a we've been uh, we've been popping up deals the, and, the uh, into the the woot of the mini community. Yep. Nice. And hey, speaking of things coming up in the next week, the Super Bowl is coming up this coming Sunday. So, and we've been you. I mean, you guys have been linking these up on Facebook, and I think everybody's at this point has seen all six of the Defying Labels ads. Right. I, I know. I sat down. I watched them all, uh, start to finish. All six of them, or however many there are, and. Um, and I'm get, if I had to guess, we haven't seen the Super Bowl ad yet. This is Sunday when we record. Uh, I haven't seen the Super Bowl ad yet, but I'm going to guess it's going to be a some kind of a mix and mash of all of these ads, kind of, sort of. Yeah, that's the style. That's what we're told. <clears throat> In fact, um, I think DB posted there was a, a I posted link. and I pulled because we thought it was the ad, but it was like a clubman ad for Europe. Okay, now there's another. Uh, there was a conversation with Tom Noble, who's the new head of marketing for Mini USA. Oh, yeah, I think I'm. I think I'm posting a link to that in the show notes as well. Please wait. Yep. There you go. There's a link to that in the show notes as well. Well, and interesting because the. Uh, the title of the uh, uh, article here is a quote from him. It says, you don't necessarily need humor to cut through in the Super Bowl. Okay. Right. And that was a quote from Tom Noble, head of marketing for USA, And that is like a, a twist on the brand. And that's part of all the new rebranding is they're going serious and a little more emotional in here. And uh, we talked about this before the show. DB, what did you think of all the ads individually? Like we last week we talked about Abby Wambach and Serena Williams, and we thought they were very sincere and how they'd both driven the car, and it sounded like you know they'd have some experience. Even T, even T Pain's was, yeah, because because T Pain said he had uh, a countryman that he had souped up, you know, and his was probably pimped out and had a booming system, and he probably yeah. put it on airbags or God knows what, you know, gold plated all the things. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I thought those three I liked. The others seemed forced. They seemed written. They seemed they seemed like an ad because there was that section at the end of each one of these ads, like the Harvey Keitel one, which is very telling where it's like, Oh, now we have to say something about the car. Yeah. yeah. And Harvey Keitel, everybody, I mean, T pain and, um, Abby Wambach sounded like something they didn't have to force. It wasn't something that was written down. They might've jotted down some notes well, so and forget, but it wasn't, it wasn't like somebody in the marketing department jotted down a paragraph of copy and said, here, make sure you read or mention something from this paragraph. Well, and it sounded unscripted and even the Randy Johnson bit. Um, and Randy Johnson is not the most personable guy. I mean, great. You know, one of the great all time pitchers in the major leagues, but he even talked about driving a mini around New York and how it's easy to get around and how he's like, six five or six eight however tall he is he's ridiculously tall yes. and fit in a mini so all of those things that hit kind of a lot of the high marketing points of the car so even i think randy johnson's uh felt sincere and even our man tony hawk um was mildly so but we've seen him before we've seen him talk about the mini it right. wasn't shocking as it was to see these other people right. and db you're right harvey Keitel um kind of felt a little scripted and forced yeah, it's like, oh yeah. Then they gave me this card. Let me drive around for a few hours, and I gotta tell you, it was kind of like a, it was a paycheck for him. It, it was a total paycheck for him. So we're gonna we're gonna kick out Harvey Cartels and his pre-story. I didn't think was that interesting anyway. It but wasn't bad, but you get the yeah, you get the point. Is they're trying to rebrand Mini, you know, because they even said in some of the earlier spots how Mini's been called cheap and small and and uh, um, slow and all of these things. So they addressed them all, each kind of on, you know, a couple of the people addressed these things individually. Right. And they're trying to get away from all of those labels, if you will. Right. So I think it was kind of a brilliant campaign in that 
these people as people, as athletes, as whatever they do, um, movie stars, uh, had all had labels. And right. then how they said, I refuse to be labeled, okay? The whole campaign, defy labels. And then how the mini, you know, refuses to be labeled. And it's kind of individually. It's like you don't care about what people call it. Right. It's it's fun. It's not any of those things. It's what you make it. So. Right. Anyway, yeah. uh, okay, we'll see coming so, up. We'll see what, how the Super Bowl ad gets uh, cobbled together, but uh, I I like where they're going. Yeah, you know I can appreciate it, and you know Super Bowls don't ha- Super Bowl ads don't have to be funny. I mean, how many of us have actually shed a tear at a Budweiser uh, ad with the horses? Don't yeah. lie. Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought. All you mother effers have, <laughs> you know. So these things, I mean, they could be a serious ad. They could be a smart ad. They could be comical. Just they could it'll be like horses. Yeah, I mean, I can't wait to see what the NFL does for ads for the Super Bowl. I'm probably going to be a just a big blubbering wreck on my sofa on Super Bowl. <laughs> God. Uh, anyway, that's so you know, keep an eye out for that. Third quarter, third quarter of the Super Bowl. Um, Super Bowl will be one of the commercials, and of course, we'll when we see it first, we'll make sure to share it with you guys so you can share it with all your internet. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And and uh, yeah, we need to repost this uh, article also in the in the show notes because. It, there's some telling things about it. It's like uh, the question was asked, why is Minnie choosing to do another Super Bowl ad again? Yeah. And um, I think the answer was a really good answer from Tom Noble. And that was that you've got a captive audience. And this is the one time when you can guarantee they are not only going to watch the ads, but they're going to talk about them for days. Correct. Okay. Now right. you can put I mean, ads. Even the Cram and the Boot ad was, it was crap, but everybody still talked about it for a couple of days after. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that was, it's a really good marketing position for many to, to be putting this out there. People so are going, oh, they're spending up. so much money on this. Why? Well, you've got a captive audience and you know they're going to watch it. So, although honestly, by third quarter, I mean, everybody's mostly drunk by then. Well, yeah, but they're really, and, and chances are the game is to the point where the only reason they're still watching are for the ads. For the ads, yeah. Exactly. There you go. We'll see how the game goes on Sunday. Um, but yeah, it should be interesting. I hope. Here's Maybe. hoping. Cross our finger. I, I hear it's going to be good, and uh, I also hear that you're going to be able to see it before the Super Bowl. So yeah, it's, there you go. It'll, and it'll I also hear that I'm featured in it. No, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I won, I won an award at the AVNs, but we I'm wanted not. too much money, so they, they couldn't. <laughs> yeah, have, they that couldn't was the have they, us. They, hey, White Roof Radio, you should. <laughs> Dot on the Hedgehog ad. Light. That's me. You should. They they want us to make a Super Bowl ad, and I said, yeah, okay, sure, but it was they couldn't afford our, our fee. It was just too high. Anyway, I think we're done. Yeah, yeah, and we're, we're looking for new agents currently. Yes, we're looking for new agents. <laughs> nice. We do have other stuff. Uh, if you are if you are on the patron, you saw something that I had to pull down, but you saw it briefly. So psh, about it, but that's what's coming up. So it pays to be a patron because you get in on the good information before anybody else. Patreon.com forward slash white roof radio. You know, a buck a show, fifty cents a show. Every little bit helps. Helps us do really cool things like the project that we're currently working on. Uh, there was honestly, without you guys, I would not have been able to do that with Todd and Gabe this last weekend, for reals. So it's a huge, huge help, uh, and we really appreciate it. Patreon.com forward slash White Roof Radio. You're gonna see big things this year. Big, big, huge, huge things, as Alex would say. Hot yes. air balloons. That's and right. Skywriters. Yes. <laughs> the, the the first, this is going to be the year we have the White Roof Radio balloon in the Macy's Parade. To be great. <laughs> that would be awesome. I got 20 bucks. I am totally <laughs> lying, by the way. I'm totally lying. <laughs> if we're going to go go big or go home. <laughs> it is. Right? 
No, I want a white roof radio balloon. If Trump's, if Trump's running from president, we got a balloon in the Macy's Day Parade. We got a balloon at the Macy's Day Parade. You know what? I only want a balloon. I don't want a balloon at the Macy's Day Parade. I want a balloon at the Detroit Tune Day Parade. I want ours to be after the van. I think that's right. going to be during MTTS, and when MTTS <laughs> rolls through Detroit. What roll, rolls through Detroit, exactly. Party at Chad's place. Actually, we're, trying to, we're trying to figure out the party. Like, how, how do we want to make the party? Because we're, we're going to have a party. We okay. just don't know... How? Where it should be, how it should be, how big it should be. I mean, should well, I invite it, like you know supermodels and stuff like that, or I mean, touch with people that will a, help with that. That's a we just need a chance. macaroni salad. Yeah, <laughs> macaroni salad and supermodels. That's it. We have the and party. Tostitos. Don't forget the Tostitos. <laughs> but we also we also don't want to take away and, and from uh, like. the day of that is mini. I mean, because. If we piss off me, then we oh whatever, everybody, whatever. So. Come on, we're having a party. Yeah. So, Chad, Chad I'll put you in contact with the right people, so we make sure that something at DT happens. Yeah, uh, and it's halfway sanctioned. It, it's actually well, going to be. Already, I've already been privileged to a little bit of information, and every place that has been suggested has been shot down. So uh, well, okay. I'm just gonna have my own party, and and like, everyone will come to me, and no one will be there, and then yeah, people will be. Pissed. And they'll be all, they'll be all, what? It's the after yeah, party. Exactly. We'll just call It'll it be, the after party. Just call it the after party. The MTTS yeah. Detroit after party. Anyway, we are now officially done. One more time, gang. Remember, uh, go back. Make sure you're subscribed to the Motor Trend Audio Podcast. Yours truly will be on uh, this week's show. I think it comes out on Tuesday or Wednesday is when they release their shows. Uh, so make sure you're subscribed. You'll hear me talking to Charlie Vogel about, uh, I think it was Connected Vogel Cars. Hunt. Or Mini Coopers. Yes. Or both. I don't remember. We were sitting on the hotel. We were sitting on the patio at the at his hotel just talking about stuff. And it turned out really good. So he's using it. So watch for that. Um, Patreon done. I'm motoring.com, cravenspeeddetroittune.com. Oh, yeah, motoring stripes. Don't forget motoringstripes.com. Duh. Good grief. That is where you're going to go to get all of your MTTS swag for your mini. Todd, go. What do you got coming up? Yes. Uh, so we've got... Um, we got the door the door magnets, yeah, the get, boot magnets. Yep, and then and now the, this week coming badges. Badges are coming. Uh, different badges and decals, I would imagine. Larger, right? Yeah, badges and decals and larger size decals. Nice for MTTS that have been requested because the logistics of the the door magnets, yeah. the size of this this year makes them limited to uh, 13 inches. And a lot of people are like, well, I want them bigger on my doors. No, you uh -huh. don't. They look good in 13 inches. But if you want a larger logo, I'm going to make those as a decal. So there you go. And they're easy to remove. This is easy. Yeah, to not going to hurt your paint at all. But the magnets, exactly. if you leave the magnets on too long, they could hurt your paint. So you got right. that going for you. So. Yeah, the decals will come off if you, especially if you take them off. You leave them on for the summer or something, and then you know before winter you take them off. You'll be in good shape. And Tom, don't you, you said you have new badges coming as well? Yes, yes, and some new badges that are going to be cross-posted over at Motoring Badges and uh, Motoring Stripes this week. Which we're working on. And also on MotoringStripes.com, you'll soon be able to actually go and purchase the White Roof Radio Sunroof Delete Kit. Yeah. Thank you very much to whoever ordered one of those this week. Sold one this and, week. And the uh, F56 bumper protection strip. Yes, yes. So. Actually going to show up on the Motoring Stripes website. Todd swears that all of that stuff is going to show up this week on MotoringStripes.com. You know what the problem is? is I keep making them, and... Uh, I make a whole batch of them, and then they all sell. And it's like, well, crap, now I can't advertise these online. They're all sold. You put them on the website, though, and just set the quantity yeah. to zero. Yeah, that's true. I've got inventory control now. There you go. Done and done. Well, so it's kind of funny because I do, I do need to order another Sunroof Delete kit, but this one in white. All right. I can, nice. I can do that. Nice. Yep. Very good. Uh, so that's Motoring Stripes. MotoringStripes.com because, you know, blank is boring.
We are done for the night, gang. Thanks again for sticking with us. Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting us. Thanks for sharing us and sharing all of our things. We do appreciate it. Uh, this is the part of the show where I do like to make the funny, <laughs> the funny clicking sound, and then I say... Questions, comments, or concerns, go ahead and click back over to whiteroofradio.com. There you can leave us a note in the show notes. You can also email us feedback at whiteroofradio.com. Until next week, Inc. this DB, I'm done. Cheers. See ya.